0: Hey, guys, Montel here, and thanks so much for tuning in to this edition of Let's Be Blunt with Montel. You know, I know a lot of you out there right now are just really sick and tired of this whole thing of hunkering down during COVID. It's causing a lot of anxiety, causing a lot of depression, and making us just really just feel lousy. And I know everybody wants it to end, but we've got to remember that we've got to just put the extra time in to see if we can end this scourge. This thing can come to an end if we all practice our proper mitigation techniques. That does mean wearing a mask. That does mean socially distancing. And that does mean trying your best to not gather in large groups inside. And even if you're outside, you know it's uh, not a bad idea to make sure you keep a little separation from people because you never know. You know, this, uh, this virus is, is such that it is literally, you know, the, the the great pretender. I mean, you know, there are people who can be walking around, be completely asymptomatic, not even know that they have it, spread it to another person. I, I just got a call uh, today uh, from a family member, and one of my in-laws is, uh, was was in the hospital doing extremely well up until yesterday, he woke up this morning, and now has to be put on life support. Um This is really crazy. This is sickening, how it's affecting so many families. And, you know, it's not just the virus and having the symptoms of, you know, COVID. It's also what COVID is doing to us as a society. It's making us all way more tense, way more anxious than we need to be. And my guest today, like millions of others, was suffering from anxiety and depression. When she decided to trade in the alcohol and prescription medications she was taking for medical cannabis, and not only did it make her feel better, become more productive, it helped her lose almost 100 pounds. She's a mother, a wife, and a full-time cannabis influence and educator. She's also known as Mommy Jane. Jessica Gonzalez, thank you so much for being a part of Let's Be Blunt with Montel today.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It is quite an honor.
0: Absolutely. No, it's an honor to have you here because I know you are doing the good work and out there every day trying to help people understand that there's nothing wrong with medical cannabis. And as a matter of fact, it can be very helpful depending on your situation, correct?
1: Correct. What we realized back in 2020 was that cannabis was deemed an essential business in the state of California. And they're therefore rendering us, you know, um, I mean, honestly, the chance to really show this country what we're made of. And we, we proved it by being there and being the example for uh, people that did need alternatives to the alcohol, because I noticed that alcohol increased um, with the pandemic and anxiety increased.
0: Well, alcohol started to go up, but alcohol yeah, started
1: to go this because because Cannabis
0: has gone up.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I think we really proved that we were, We came right in time. It was like the Calvary came in right when we needed it most. And so um, I myself was on a number of SSRIs throughout my 20s due to my anxiety and depression. And uh, we just didn't have a significant benefit from any of them. If if anything, I felt like the side effects outweighed the the pros of, of taking the pill. And so I was always seeking alternatives. And sometimes as Montel was saying, medicating, with alcohol and food and just really not taking care of myself or my mentality. And so I'm so grateful that I was able to discover cannabis and use it as a tool to my mind, mindfulness. And so
0: you, you probably, grew up, you grew up in the Bay area, right?
1: Yes. Luckily I was grew up, grew up in the Bay area. and That's considered a very liberal area for the most part. So I was exposed to cannabis um, education and, and as a medicine at a very young age because I saw it firsthand what it did for my family.
0: And but but now your immediate family weren't uh, necessarily big cannabis consumers, correct? Yes, that's
1: exactly my husband and my mom and my dad, like they're new to it to some extent and they take cannabinoids. My dad's into the THC, but my mom and my husband are a little little you know, they dabble a little bit, but they're a little um, sensitive to it. To that maybe,
0: cannabinoid. Maybe before you got married, though, let's go back to yeah. you know, you're growing up, you were not a teenage cannabis user right
1: not really like here and there but i was never seeking it if it was like a party i would try it but it wasn't i was not a regular like other people are and have been like they say oh i've been smoking since i was 16 i i can't say that i didn't start till i was like 17 18 years old
0: and and you know during during that period of time of your life um alcohol was pretty prevalent in your family right
1: oh yes and still is and still is
0: yeah. And so, I mean, you you saw some of the detrimental side effects and effects of alcohol, correct? And yes. And pharmaceutical usage, right? Also.
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. I actually, um, you know, my father and I didn't speak for about four years because uh, we were both really just not in a good place. You know, he was using prescriptions, drugs that were prescribed to him from Kaiser, um, and so in and his he had mind,
0: you have been in an accident, right? A car accident.
1: Yes. Yes. He he was in a car accident. Uh, which rendered him in obviously a lot of physical pain. And this is, I believe, during the time of the opiate, right before the brink of the opiate crisis. And the opiates were were changing him. They changed him. My mom even said, the minute that he started taking the opiates, your father changed. And we all saw the decline. And I estranged myself because I was trying to protect myself. And then being a new mom and a young mom, I wanted to just make sure that... um, you know, we, I thought I was just keeping my children safe. And so luckily my father and uh, and myself, we both saw the light of the plant and found it separately and found each other now because of it. And so he uses cannabis as medicine now, does not use opiates. Um, and I now also am not on SSRIs. I only use plant medicine and we're both so close. We even spoke this morning.
0: And, and if and now why were you on SSRIs when you were uh, younger?
1: Anxiety and depression. I, I, mm-hmm. I started. I discovered I had anxiety. Um, my first panic attack was when I was 19 years old. And I thought I was dying. And my manager said, you're not dying, but I'm going to send you to the doctor so, you can, uh, so they can tell you what's going on, because I know what's going on. And so she was a really great conduit um, for me. But of course, the first thing they do is they give you prescriptions and they tell you, you know, don't drink alcohol. And you don't tell a 21-year-old not to drink alcohol. I mean, they're not going to really listen, you know? So um i took that advice and obviously threw that out the window but i did dabble in the ssris different doctors gave me different drugs and um became like kind of a guinea pig for myself until cannabis came around and i was able to titrate myself
0: wait let's talk about it until cannabis came around so how did cannabis come around
1: (laughs) cannabis came around so we all have these well those of us that are medical patients usually have a story before we became patients and after. So my relationship with Mary Jane was very different before I realized that I could be a medical patient too. So in my 30s, at my height of my weight, I would found a friend and um, she was from the Bay Area, but lived in Southern California where I was currently residing. And she was a medical cannabis consumer because of her for her um, anxiety and depression as well. And so she's the one that showed me her vape which I had never seen before I was only used to old school methods like flour and edibles. And so I'd never seen a vape before. And she said, I use this when I'm having anxiety, when I'm, as I'm parenting. And so when I saw another mother using cannabis, I realized, well, I'm going to try that. I want to try that. I don't want to use alcohol anymore. I don't want to be drinking all day long because I was, I was at that point where I was using alcohol to medicate my anxiety as being a new mom or being a mother in general And um, definitely knew the the detriment I was causing on my health and really was looking for an alternative. And so I tried the vape, enjoyed it, obviously, luckily, actually, not just obviously, luckily, and uh, worked towards getting a medical card by my birthday. That year, she had helped me get a medical card on my birthday, and everything's been on the up since.
0: And I mean, I said in the introduction that um, you even uh, were looking for cultivars that would not... Cause you know the uh, eating binges, you found a cultivar that literally helped you literally lose some of your appetite and not lose some of your suppress your appetite and helped you lose a hundred pounds. is that right?
1: yes, I because it was so new, even just four years ago, five years ago, it was still so new really uh, California hadn't been uh, recreationally legalized yet, and so I took it upon myself to do the research and discover my, my endocannabinoid system because I wanted to know why the cannabis was working for me and what components were working for me. And so I can find more of that when I did order cannabis and obviously because I didn't want to waste my money. I wanted to get something I was going to enjoy. So uh, I did the research. I discovered THCV, uh, tetrahydrocannabinavirin, and it is like a, like a sister of of THC, but less psychoactivity, uh, a lot of energy because it's usually in a sativa landrace strains. Uh, Girl Scout cookies, Thin Mints, stuff like that. So uh, I really dived into the world of THCV, dove into the world of THCV and discovered that it was an appetite suppressant. It was a stimulant. It was an energy boost. It was anti-anxiety. It was, to me, it was the ultimate cannabinoid, you know? So um, when you're a medical patient, it's not about just being high, you know, it's about being healthy.
0: Right. You also, I guess, started looking into making sure that you had the proper terpene formulations in the cultivar that you were getting also, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. And and cannabinoid, cannabinoid research led me to terpene research. And so I discovered that I should also look for specific terpenes. That was a little bit more difficult Then now they have them listed on the jars, luckily, for the most part. Um, uh, but back, you know, like I said, a few years ago when we were still discovering this, it really took a lot of research. I would spend anywhere between an hour to two hours before ordering because I'd look to see which company I was going to use and then which kind of strains they had. And then out of those strains, which were going to be the most beneficial to me. So sometimes I'd be researching 20 to 40 strains a day going through each one. Is the appetite increase? Then I can't have it. You know, I even eat, there's certain strains to this day that I really, I can I could probably try now, but at the time I was you know, as much as it sounded appealing, I wasn't going to be couch lock. I wasn't going to be, um, you know, eating the pantry. I wanted to have creativity. I wanted to have things that would benefit me as a mother. You know, I didn't want to be sedated all day. I wanted to make sure that my anxiety was taken care of, but I was still playing with my children.
0: And then that's what brought you to, I mean, now you've launched, what your own, you know, podcast or your, your what? Um, Well,
1: I uh, I do have a website. I have, um, I'm really lucky this year we, we launched a mastermind group. I also in 2019 became certified in uh, mindset and meditation because I do believe cannabis is wonderful and it is medicine, but it is not a cure all. And so I do want to give women mostly, I mean, anybody really, but I do tend to attract women to my clientele, um, the tools that they need in in addition to cannabis. So cannabinoids are wonderful. And I do believe in plant medicine of all sorts. Um, but I also believe that we need to be meditating every day and we need to be setting intentions with ourselves and our jobs and our children. And so I give, uh, people the tools in order to do that for them to grow, um, and develop personally and professionally.
0: And you started mommy. This is called mommy Jane, right?
1: Yes. That's on Instagram. That's my Instagram uh, handle. And that ended up becoming a really fast growing cannabis community um, on, on that page. And so I'm really, really lucky. I can't believe how, how quickly it grew because those of you that are into cannabis, you do know how difficult it is for us to advertise or show really anything on social media. So For me to be able to share my story and get that much traction was um, incredible. It really showed the need for Kenna Moms out there.
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back. the red life I know this is going to become your new favorite podcast and I'm gonna show you how to grow a profitable online company step by step every single week and so you get together in groups and you guys kind of you know do anecdotal stories and share uh, what's going on
1: yes um, a number of things you know I try and collaborate with Canna moms and do clubhouse talks that's my new thing right now that I'm interested in um, but once a month we do meet, on Zoom and we go through different topics. This last month that we're working on in March is about personal growth because it's about to be springtime. So, you know, we share tools that help us and I go over, uh, you know, modules that I've used in the past that have worked for me. And we just, like you were saying, share anecdotal evidence of what's worked so far and where we can help each other. And um, I really just hope that this, you know, grows and helps women thrive inside, in and outside of the cannabis industry.
0: Well, this is springtime and we're getting ready to hopefully if more and more people, you know, get the vaccine and more and more people practice, you know, good mitigation techniques, you know, we might be seeing the downward slope of this whole scourge that we've been dealing with (laughs) for a year. But what kind of advice are you giving moms for springtime? Give some right now.
1: Oh, I'd love to. That's such an honor. You know, as I was saying, I really hope that all of you are drinking enough water, as simple as that. I always tell us, treat yourself like you do plants. You know, we think about, we always want to take care of plants. We love plants. We're crazy plant ladies now. Like, that's like the new thing in our generation. Uh, Why don't we take care of ourselves as we do plants? Vitamins, minerals, water, sunlight, nourish yourself. Talk to yourself like, do you do positive talk to your plants? Talk to yourself positively too. Um, and I just really feel that we just need to lean into self caring by ourselves. We do a lot of group things. We do FaceTimes and we're doing the Zooms and stuff to self care, but how much time are we spending alone? Like really spending alone and make sure that you are taking the time out, whether it's in the morning or in the evening to, to get alone time, not with your mom on the phone, not with your husband next to you alone time. I think that that's uh, essential. We are so deprived right now. We haven't gone anywhere, been anywhere, you know, create that alone time for yourself and it can just be a, a step outside on your porch for about ten minutes or a little walk out down the street a mindful walk, you know, just try, starting to kind of wind down for the day or set yourself up for the, the day depending on when you can fit it in, but just making sure that that's an es- essential daily. and then um not treating self-care like it's a secondhand thing, you know making that a priority and part of a daily routine, not something you just say for Saturday, but something you do every single day. so, um. Just make sure that you are checking in with yourself, checking in with your body, doing body scans, um, and just giving yourself you know all the fruits and vegetables it needs. Because we have to take our health into our own hands right now. We are not able to see our our doctors with the same frequency as we used to. So, take care of yourself, so you can take care of your children.
0: Absolutely. Now, you know, one of the things I found very interesting is that you know you and your your husband is not on the exact same page with you when it comes to cannabis, right? So, maybe, well, how, how did you how did you number one you know, break it to him that you know, hey babe, uh, I decided to let go of the SSRIs and I'm now using cannabis. What do you think? How did you do that?
1: Oh my gosh! At that time, that I decided to make the decision about the he. First of all, can I just say he was not a fan of me being on the SSRIs either, because at that time he was like really into Tim Ferris, and so in his mind he was like, you can just fix your own problems with your brain, like just you know. If that was in his head, I'm like, um, I'm a little too far gone than what you are. Thinking is possible, but I really appreciate the idea there. But I'll I'll do that as well in addition to the medicine. So um he was not a fan of the SSRIs because he didn't want me altered. That's the thing, is he's in his mind, he said, Well, Jess, I just like you just the way you are. I like you as is. And I was thinking, You've only known me on cannabis. And when I wasn't on cannabis, you've only known me on SSRI. So you don't even know what Jess is. I barely even know what Jess is. You know, so um I didn't tell him at first. He ended up finding out through i think my girlfriend that actually got me into cannabis i think we kind of did like a hey this is what's going on sort of thing like an intervention and let him
0: know wow. okay and then how do you feel about it be
1: in numbers
0: <laughs> yeah so that was one way that you i bet you probably explain that to other people will let them know that's how you can introduce this to a loved one right
1: you know what we did is we explained the endocannabinoid system to him and i came with a friend because he trusted her because sometimes listen sometimes we don't listen to what our spouses or partners say. We hear it better if it's a third party voice. You know, that's why I think counseling is so beneficial because you're hearing that advice from somebody else, not from each other, you know? So, um, I do believe that if you get a trusted source or a trusted person in the family or a friend of yours that has a common, uh, intention with it, then they then absolutely come at it with them because sometimes as spouses or partners, they, you know it's just like oh my gosh is this really what she they need you know but if you have a part, friend backing you up going hey there is a endocannabinoid system when we feed it if we're if, we're, if there is an imbalance we feel homeostasis we feel good we feel fine there is no anxiety or stress and so um i think with that approach him understanding the scientific methods of it kind of eased it in, as opposed to like Hey, I'm sick of motherhood. I'm just going to get high all the time, you know? So I think that was like his big concern was like the intention of why I was using it. And how was it going to benefit me? Um, and, you know, and the, 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 other cannabinoids in addition to THC too.
0: Now, do you have small children or young children at home or they're uh, tweens or what?
1: <laughs> One's a tween. She's going to be 13 in April And the other is seven. They're both girls and they're wonderful Leona and Hazel. I really am lucky to have them in my life. They're very
0: supportive. And how have you, you know, let them know, do they know what mommy does?
1: They know everything mommy does actually. And I was raised in in a very open household. Therefore, when I became a mother, I made that decision that I was also going to raise my children in a very open uh, household. And so right from the start, I, I used the word medicine. It was never Oh, weed or this it was or shameful it was never like anything that I saw as a shameful thing and I understand there's people that were raised differently and I don't want you to feel shame if you were raised that way but I personally was not and so I wanted to bring forward um, you know the intention of just this is medicine it helps people I showed them um, dr. Sanjay Gupta's uh, documentary on weed and then I which also introduced to them uh, Charlotte figgy at the time Um, and, uh, having them see peers benefit from the medicine and understand that this was absolutely medicine that, um, not only helps their mother, but it helps uh, so many children and other people as well, that it was like a no brainer, you know, um, excuse me for the emotions, but it's just, you know, this, this, this is a really beneficial plant. And I'm doing this because I see the benefit for my children. This is not just for myself. It's the future of, of, um, everyone, everyone's health
0: absolutely and i mean do your do your kids now understand they they like are supportive of mom
1: they are extremely supportive of um what i do and i'm really really grateful for for that because um gosh this this job means the world to me having this ability to uh share my voice with the world to be an advocate for cannabis break the stigma with mothers um they they love it actually you know they <laughs> they'll tell me when people are talking about cannabis in public, if they overhear a conversation or if someone's wearing a weed shirt, they'll say, Oh, look at their, you know, they have, they'll, they'll point it out to me. They pick up leaves. I have one on my desk. Is it, I don't even know if it's there. It's. I'm not going to reach for it, but there's a little dried leaf. It wasn't even a cannabis leaf, but it resembled one. Then she picked it up on the hike and handed it to me the other day. And, you know, just, just cute little things like that, that just show that they're, they're watching and they're listening and they, they get it. They get it more than we even know.
0: And you talk to them about the differences between again cannabis use and maybe alcohol, and you, and you talk to them about the double standards.
1: Um, they they actually are very aware of the double standards. They are um, they are witness to it. They obviously see the alcohol alcoholism that runs in my family, and they see the difference between their mother, especially my oldest, because she knew me. I mean, like really knew me then. You know, um, as as an alcoholic mother, for lack of a better explanation, that I, I, she did go through that, and so. She's witnessed firsthand the transformation, and therefore she is incredibly supportive um as well and I think that really helped you know seeing I think them seeing each other support me helps them support me as well that makes sense
0: so now what what what's your favorite way to consume?
1: It's a great question. I'm really enjoying tinctures lately that's actually my new favorite form of uh consumption. I hold it under my tongue for a few seconds um and I'm good to go in like 15 minutes to half an hour. It really doesn't take, take long. I'm really, really grateful because um, my lungs aren't what they used to be. You know, <laughs> I'm glad there's alternatives out there. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, do you, do you like uh, moderate THC, high THC, lower THC? Do you, do you, you, you said you like THCV, but do you like to have, you know, something with a little higher dose of THC? Do you use a lot of CBD? Do you do broad spectrum? What do you do?
1: Um, I have different, things for the job. So in the morning I start off with CBD and, um, then I wait for my brain to kind of wake up and I, Oh, and CBG too. I've been doing a CBG tincture to kind of like help the focus also, um, even more. Um, but, uh, next I take, uh, let's see, like around, I would say about three or four hours after I wake up, that's when I go into the THC and I usually go for hybrids, and I will either vape or use concentrates because I like concentrates. Also, lately, it's like my other new new way of uh, consuming. It's it's pretty discreet and really flavorful for those of you that are curious. And um, I found a method that doesn't involve a butane, so I was really excited and got me into it.
0: <laughs> good, good. Do you do edibles? Yeah.
1: Edibles, I do. Um, I have to be mindful of edibles because, once again, because of my tolerance, uh, I will end up consuming a lot, you know, to compensate. And I don't want to eat a whole bunch of sugar too, so, which is why I stick, stick to the tinctures for the most part. I do love edibles. I just wish there were more healthy alternatives out there.
0: And unfortunately, it just seems that uh, we we did we missed the boat when it comes to edibles. Everybody's trying to conceal, it, conceal a flavor, and you know, I, I happen to be a person who enjoys the flavor of cannabis and even hemp. So I don't yes. need to have it uh, loaded with a lot of sugar. I'd prefer it not be loaded with a lot of sugar.
1: Yes, 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 I agree. I totally agree.
0: You talk about that a lot uh in your Mommy Jane sessions?
1: Yes, I do. You know, it's really um I really hope that the industry wakes up and starts making more mindful edibles for us and more mindful products for us and more, you know, uh things geared towards women's health. You know, why not make more products with THCv knowing darn well they are Mood boosters, appetite suppressors, and also, you know, uh, anti-anxiety at the same time, anti-convulsion. You know, if I had like a little uh, granola bar with some THCV, and I went hiking, like that's that's all a woman can ask for. You know, I'm not going to be in pain afterwards as much. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to be have enough energy for my kids, and I'm not going to come back and go eat the entire pantry. I'm going to wait until it's lunchtime and have a good meal. So it's just being mindful of how A, we consume and B, how we make these products so we can consume mindfully to give us that opportunity.
0: And what do you, I mean, what are you hoping that you get to achieve with your overall cannabis outreach?
1: Um, my biggest goal is to normalize cannabis with moms. My biggest goal is to show them that it is a wellness, um, it's, it's a wellness plant and it can be used to benefit your and supplement your wellness routine that either already exists or has has been dormant for so long It can awaken you, you know It really can awaken so much health and wellness and bring you to so many other things and I Want them to be drawn into the page for the education But I also want them to learn that there's other modalities out there like meditation Um and exercise and eating well and just being you know overall a better person and Judging people less being random acts of kindness Finding more sustainability in, in the world around us. There's just so many components to cannabis that can, can tie us in, and that's that's my goal.
0: Oh, super. Now, if people want to find you and, and find out more about you, where do they go?
1: They can find me at the Mommy Jane on all social media, but I'm mostly active on Instagram, or you can find me on my website, www.themommyjane.com.
0: MommyJane.com. Well, look, I can't say thank you enough, Jessica, for being a part of Let's Be Blunt with Montel today. We wish you well. I we want you to stay safe. Hope your children and your family stay safe. And, you know, if you ever have anything you want to share with us, make sure you come on back to Let's Be Blunt with Montel. We'd love to have you.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much. It's really been an honor.
0: Absolutely. Well, you take care of yourself, and make sure you tune into the next edition of Let's Be Blunt with Montel. Thanks for joining me on Let's Be Blunt with Montel. Please make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell to be notified when new episodes post each week. We'd love to hear your feedback also, so please send us your comments.
1: tests.